welcome to the End to End Football Podcast. This is a podcast by football fans for football fans, where we'll be getting stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. We'll be running through all the games and all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the End to End Football Podcast. This is episode number 37. You're listening to me, Stuart, and I'm as depressed as everyone else on this podcast today because we all copped a massive L over the weekend. Kuda, how's it going? Well, back to normal. <laughs> After the highs of last week. Yeah, back to the norm. Sean, yeah. <laughs> how are you feeling, mate? I feel like going to sleep. I <laughs> uh, know the feeling we're going to try to keep you awake for the for the next 45 minutes at least Sean and Abbas oof Huddersfield how are you feeling uh, I'm kind of dreading this podcast still with all the big talk I was doing earlier yeah come back to bite <laughs> me still it sounds like what you Man United fan Abbas I wouldn't know <laughs> can you believe <laughs> <laughs> right let's run you through the weekend's results so we kicked off on Friday West Ham versus Brighton 3-0 to Brighton, Chelsea versus Watford, 4-2 to Chelsea, Swansea versus Leicester, that was a 2-1 win for Leicester, Snakes on the plane back again, Stoke versus Bournemouth, that was a 2-1 win for Bournemouth, Newcastle versus Palace, 1-0 win for Newcastle, Man City versus, Ooh, Man City versus Burnley, that was a 3-0 win for Man City, Huddersfield versus Man United, 2-1 victory to Huddersfield. Southampton versus West Brom, 1-0 to Southampton. Yesterday's games, Everton versus Arsenal. That was a 5-2 victory for Arsenal. And then we have Tottenham versus Liverpool. And that was a 4-1 win to Spurs, unfortunately. So we'll start off with the biggest shock, shock Abbas of the week. And that was... <laughs> Huddersfield's victory against Man United. Seeing as we have a Man United correspondent in the building, why don't we let you start off, Abbas? Remember, we have got a strict time limit on the podcast. Ah, thank you for that reminder. I'll keep it short. That was a shocker. <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, it started with a formation. I have no idea why Lingard is playing as a number 10 and Matters plays as a right winger. I have no idea where the energy went from the team. And I just feel sorry for Lindelof because that is not the start of a Man United career you want in the Prem. And now everyone knows his weakness. So, all in all, well done Huddersfield because they played out their skin. Uh, United, I don't know what you're doing. Second half, 86% possession of the ball and you done. You took two shots. Uh, one came from Lukaku running from the halfway line to the bar line, crossing it in. And the other one was Chris Smalling uh, at, at near the end of the game. So, in all in all, terrible game. Negative, negative uh, mentality from Jose, which I knew was going to come back on Hortus at some point because your substitutes are like for like. Uh, Marshall and Mata coming off and then you put on the same kind of Rashford and Mkhitaryan. Like for like, not really changing nothing. Don't put on two strikers. What do you expect? There you go, lad. You guys can rip rip them apart. That's it. <laughs> You've done a pretty good job of that yourself, Abbas. I mean, that's the good thing about this week, Abbas. We're all going to have our little turn at uh, getting a battering. <laughs> but um, go take it. Yeah, go take it. It it was it was a lackluster performance to say the least from from Man United in in this game. Huddersfield definitely the team that wanted it more, showed more commitment, passion, 
put the whole uh, put the whole thing on the plate. To be honest with you, and and Mourinho was right right afterwards. He questioned his players' passion, and there was definitely none on the pitch whatsoever. And uh, it was just lackluster from Man United. Not the Man United we've been used to seeing so far this season as well. And uh, it's definitely been a rough week for uh, Man United and Jose Mourinho. Exerted. Yeah, generally poor, isn't it? Generally poor. I mean, that first goal, what was Mata doing? Jeez, embarrassing. <laughs> second goal, what was Lindelof doing? <laughs> and then the second goal, just one hoof from the keeper and Lindelof is just missing, mate. I mean, as you a know, defender, you got to know how to judge a flight of the ball, surely. Yeah, yeah you come into England, man, come on. The ball's going to be in the air catching snow most of the time. Like, you've got a bit <laughs> to deal with that. It, it, it's number one thing, you're a defender. Defend, which means headering and tackling. These two things, I don't see Lindelof having any of them. He's useless in the air <laughs> and he barely tackles. That's what I, I don't understand it. He's good on the ball and he can dribble and pass, but I don't need that for my defender. I need you to tackle, mate. It's your job. Ooh. Yeah, that was shocking. <laughs> even, your, even your goal as well just showed something that I noticed as well because you had Lukaku crossing the ball in. Mm. Which Lukaku was like, was he playing right wing as well? Because he, he was, he was know, on that he, position quite a while, you know, quite a long time. But a few times to, to see him though. It's shocking. He had to do it. I mean, I've been saying from the beginning of the season, I don't want to see Mkhitaryan as a number 10. I'd rather see Mata, who's a bit of a more of a silky player. And Mkhitaryan's history says he's a better right winger than he is as a number 10. And then Martial on the other side, he just didn't... The moment he got the yellow card, that was the end of his game. He didn't want to dribble anymore. And we've always lacked... Since it's summertime, we've always lacked a player that just wants to be on the wing and run down, which is why we chased that Inter Milan player for so long. And it proved games like this, when you just need a winger to get the ball, go down the line, no one wants to do it. Everyone wants to cut in, cut in, cut out, cut in, cut out. It's like having Narnia and Ashley Young back again, bro. <laughs> what the hell's going on, United, man? <laughs> it felt like David Moyes was the manager. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I don't oh think there's boy. anything better in football than hearing a Man United fan in uh, in despair. It doesn't half cheer me up. It doesn't half cheer <laughs> me you, up. Thank you, Stuart. <laughs> That's it. Thing is, even Herrera himself said that you know, um, Huddersfield played with more, to say, they showed more passion. You know, which goes to show that obviously these guys were just taking them, not really taking them seriously. Which, you know. Is is a question on, on the manager's ability to motivate the players for this game. I don't know if he also thought they were just, could just turn up. Do you know what I mean? Because even he came out and said the better team won, mm. which you rarely ever hear from from Jose. Wow. Unless he's looking the, for the job. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, <laughs> exactly. honestly. And the better team, the better team being Huddersfield, the team that haven't hasn't beaten Man United since nineteen fifty two. I mean, if that ain't L worthy, I don't know what is, mate. Dude, they have so scored Jose, one. They scored hold one the L, mate. Yeah, man. Give it to him. Give it to him. Oh boy! Wow, I'm, they I'm scored with one goal in seven games, man. <laughs> well, they, they scored two in the one. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and that good start that they had down the toilet, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This, like I said, it's been a, it's been a rough week for Man United and Jose Mourinho, definitely. But someone else that's on a, a rough end of a couple of results is uh, Mr. Klopp himself, there, Sean. So we'll. We'll, we'll move it on to uh, you and your game. Had <laughs> I mean, I know how it fared for you, but how do you feel about it? It's not good, is it? Nah, it's 
as a result, we deserve the result that, in fact, it should have been a lot worse, if I'm honest. It should have been a lot worse because that first half, Tottenham were just all over us. Every time they went forward, it's like they were going to score. And by draw, didn't they do that? They scored two <laughs> within like the first 20 minutes. And I was just thinking, oh, no, i got to do the pod. No, don't do this to me. <laughs> but, yeah, they did it to me. And Lovren, oh, mate. I mean, wow. he's heard what Stuart said. You should be able to judge the flight of the ball. That second goal, what you was thinking, mate, I don't know. I do not know. I'd rather see Lucas back at the club playing in that <laughs> position than wow. seeing you play in that position. That says a lot. That says yeah. a lot. Yep. That is a lot. <laughs> he, he, oh, mate, he was absolutely shocking. And I was so glad when he came off because he was just poor. He was at fault for the first goal. And, you I- know, it's so bad... I was glad to see him. I was actually cheering at the TV when he came off because he was just so poor. He was just so I mean, poor. With that, <laughs> with that performance, where you're getting subbed off before half time, I mean, wow, it's no, it's no question who um, <laughs> who the player ill this week is, mate. Lovren, this one's for you, mate. Mate, 10 minutes in, I've already got two L's. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how we roll on on, on the N2L football podcast, mate. We we don't don't muck about. You're right, we don't muck about. And you know what? For that, you know what? The whole Liverpool team should have held the L. um, Matip, (laughs) he was poor. I don't know, like, what's going on with the centre-back situation, but I don't know why he sold Sacco. And that Mingile, oh, my gosh. (laughs) He was close to an L as well. He was so poor. I mean, he came out to try to punch, fumbled. Oh, mate, get out of the team, bruv. Karras is even worse, but oh, mate, just get out of the team. Put Danny Ward in. (laughs) They're a joke. Some joke team. It's no no, no longer called Liverpool. It's called Joke Pool, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So we've heard your analysis on the players there, Sean. What what about the manager himself, then? What what about Mr. Jurgen Klopp himself? Uh, I don't really see a difference between him and Brendan Rodgers. They both... They could probably wow, be attacking football. <laughs> no, it's not a statement. If you let me finish, I'll let, I'll, 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 I'll carry on. With it. <laughs> they both can play attacking football, but I have not seen any difference in the defence from when Brendan Rodgers was there because they're just conceding goals left, right. In fact, we scored more goals when Brendan Rodgers was here. I mean, that may be due to Suarez being there, but hey, what can I say? The, the numbers don't lie, eh? <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say um, Klopp's credentials are looking funny in the light now, you know what I mean? Because really and truly, like you said, what's the difference? What is the difference? I can't see it. I can't see tactically as well, you know, he's got no plan B by the looks of it. And yep. even the way the football they're playing, it's the same Brendan Rodgers football anyway. You know what I mean? I don't see, it's like he just tells them, go out there and play your football because I, I don't really know what they're doing. I really exactly. don't know what they're doing. You know, you're right. It's like he goes, carry on what Brendan was teaching you. Just run with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all he does is just, you know, jump around trying to look passionate on the bench and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? But really and truly, I'm yet to be convinced at him tactically and his substitutions. So I've already complained about them on this pod a few times. You know, it's absolutely atrocious. And and that Van Dyke uh, price tag keeps going up every <laughs> Liverpool game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they're going to end up having to, to spend over 100 mil for him do you know what like I said before earlier in the season I would pay the 100 mil that's how bad it is I would pay the 100 mil 
Do you understand? <laughs> and he held he held Coutinho to ransom to stay at the club. What for for performances like that? He's got no plan B. Once it don't go right, it's like oh oh, what do we do now? Do you think he don't know what to do? Yeah, his his subs again don't really they don't really work. The the midfield that it doesn't look quite right to me in terms of balance. You know, there's a lot of players that not a lot of players, but you know, Firmino as a striker. I mean, everyone can see it's not working. You know, I mean, you know, he's got a lot of faith mm. in this player, but yeah, you know, it's about time he plays a striker. You know, what I mean, just play Sturridge up there. Come on, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's not. You don't have to. You can't just play Sturridge if he doesn't score. Then he's out the team. Like, it's not how it works. <laughs> I mean, give him a few games yeah, in there yeah. and see how it gets on. I mean, even even, even Solanke, surely is worth a shout at this yeah. this moment in time because, like you said, Kudo. I mean, this Firmino up front. I mean, the the guy works hard and everything, but it's it's clearly not working. So maybe you can put him behind the strike or something. But he's he's the, the main focal point of your attack is is definitely not working at this moment in time. And then you can't rely on the defenders or the goalkeeper. So it's not no. it's not looking good for Liverpool. It's definitely it's hundred no, percent. I told you they got yeah. it wrong in the transfer market. They needed a striker and they needed a centre-backs. Not a centre-back, they needed centre-backs and a keeper. Yeah, I wasn't wrong. I mean, <laughs> they were better off trying to get Pickford. They let him go to Everton because look look, look at what we got now. Yeah, they were, <laughs> after Van Dijk, they got nobody else. It's poor. And they let Sacco go. He was the, he was the leader at the back. If you weren't going to get Van Dijk, you should have kept him. Definitely so it's a, that's another another poor decision. You're lucky you don't hold the L of a season for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that, that award season. ceremony is is yet to come yet, Sean. So you, you never know. You never yeah. know. But I mean, but you know, the, the reason on, Peter, so quickly, the, the reason why I mentioned the whole uh, Fabinho thing is because yesterday Salah played well, Coutinho I thought played well as well. Them two players I thought were on point. But the fact the, what I don't like is because Fabinho's on the pitch, you, you find that. Coutinho starts playing this left wing position yeah. or playing too deep. Do you know what I mean? Get, get Firmino out of here. Get Coutinho closer to go and, and an actual striker. In there, do you know what I mean? That's, that's to me, that's, that's going to be more, you're going to get more out of um, the attack because Liverpool, I'm sure they had, I think they had more shots on target and more shots in general than, than Tottenham. Not that they played better, but <laughs> you know, they were definitely squandering some chances. Yeah, but you know what? It's true what you're saying and I don't want to go on too long about Liverpool, but I think they're better off playing Shalanki because um, Sturridge, he's a, you never know what's going to happen with him. And I'd rather not see him play a good game and then go out for another 20 games. I'd rather just see him just come on and just run around and do whatever he does. <laughs> I don't know the way he is nowadays, but he's definitely not scoring goals. Firmino, you can see why he's on the pitch. Well, well, he just he's just a workhorse. That's all it is. He ain't going to score goals mm. like that. He can't. He's not a, a, a player you can play as... Just one striker. He actually, he, if you're going to play him as a striker, he needs a partner. Well, I don't know why not try Solanke. Change the formation. It's not working, mate. Change it. Tonight. What about um, Tottenham? I mean, I didn't really see this game, so I can't, I, and I don't like to comment too much on Tottenham anyway, but. I, they were brilliant. <laughs> They were uh, brilliant. Yeah. Well, yeah, Harry Kane well. picked up another another brace as well. I mean, still scoring, yeah. still banging them in. I think yeah. Tottenham Tottenham did a game plan that I think most people know what to do with Liverpool. Is this case is just let, let them have control of the ball rather than you controlling yeah. the ball and let them counter attack on you. The possession stat says it all. Liverpool had sixty three percent. 
percent possession. Um, Tottenham had thirty six, but yet when it comes to um, shooting and stuff, um, Tottenham had six goals on target and fourteen shots altogether. Liverpool had twelve shots altogether and seven on target. They just done their mm. job. They literally just said, "Okay, you keep the ball. We'll pick you off when we can." And that's pretty much what happened. But and uh, yeah, they did fantastic. They did their job to the plan. Well done. Well, and it's it. and and it's it's one of those things that a lot of big teams don't do against Liverpool because a lot of big teams go toe to toe with Liverpool and end up getting you know spanked basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, so you know, this time you had a big team sitting back and just countering, and they obviously worked a treat. I mean, yeah, so. they they ran us ragged. I mean, Son and K- even Kane, Amanda's got hardly not a lot of pace. Ran us ragged. <laughs> he was running around yeah. us like he was messy. Look at the first goal. Oh, man. <laughs> and then uh, Delhi Ali decided that he wanted to be a showboater as well. Doing some yeah, tricks oh, on the... Oh, oh, just, yeah. Did anyone see Kobe Bryant with Harry Kane afterwards as well? Did anyone yeah. see that? Uh, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah, tweet yeah. that Kobe Bryant left out there as well with... Um, he goes, oh, I, I speak four languages, but I don't have a clue what came out of this man's <laughs> mouth when he was speaking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Harry. It's the last time I mentioned your, your, your post-match antics. I, I won't do that again. That's my, that's <laughs> Even my his bad. post-match interview, uh, this one, I was looking at what you said before, but glum. looking into his eyes, he still looked, he still looked depressed, mate. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, like, I'm telling you, there's a deep, sad loneliness in, inside Harry Kane. Someone needs to look into that because I'm worried about the fella. But anyway, I'm not worried about him because clearly he's working. Definitely, someone today that's got a deep, sad loneliness in them. And they say, oh, I don't want to see anyone lose their job. I mean, I want to see Billich lose their job, but we'll move on to that later on. But <laughs> unfortunately, Koeman lost his job today at Everton. Now, they say unfortunately, but let's not forget here, to, to ease his pain, he's probably got five million minimum, minimum getting yep. transferred into his bank account right now. So it's not all bad. It's not all bad. But definitely something that was all bad was Everton's performance yesterday. That was atrocious. <laughs> Terrible. I mean, other than Rooney sticking it in the back of the net and, like they said, rolling back the years. I thought that was a bit dramatic, but... Um, dramatic. I mean, someone that definitely has to take a long, hard look at themselves in the mirror today and probably cost Koeman his job was uh, Patricia Gay in the, in the centre there, getting those two uh, bookings. Silly. The second one was, was Silly Billy. Silly Billy, to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. I mean, we had a go at Andy Carroll, and rightly so, last week. You're lucky you didn't catch an L for that because, I mean, although Everton wasn't fantastic in this game, not to say the least, but they still had an opportunity and a chance to be in the game. As soon as he went off, Arsenal turned on the uh, that was it. The, the showboating. I mean, Ozil came out of extinction. He, he popped up in this game. <laughs> fantastic. So, I mean, that's enough for the Arsenal fans to cheer him on for the rest of the season. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Just on that performance alone. Yeah, Again, back. Lacazette comes off. Lacazette comes off early doors again. I, I don't don't see why. I'm just glad That's... he scored while before but, I mean, coming off. I don't understand he, why he's he coming off. He seems to always score. He seems to always score, but for some reason he's not fit enough to play 90 minutes for Arsene Wenger. It's, it's, it's baffling. Baffling, Very baffling, baffling to say the least. Uh, anyone else got anything to add to this game? But this was the first time we saw those three start a game together. And it wasn't rocket science what the result was. It was beautiful <laughs> football. Do you know what I mean? From yeah. from minute one. I mean, when this game started, in the first, I would say, seven minutes, it should have been 3-0. Do 
I mean, Everton, you know, that just, that was the typical go against the run of play that mm. really go because Arsenal were all over them. You know, they're quite lucky. Lacazette missed a sitter. Um, Ramsey missed two sitters. And frankly, he, he, the scoreline should have been worse. And But like you said, you know, the red card made it a lot easier for Arsenal because Arsenal will always be Arsenal. You always got a chance. Uh, as long as you don't go too far away in the game, you've always got a chance, you know what I mean? And obviously Gay just kind of killed that for them. But, you know, what what makes me laugh about this whole Kuman thing is, you know, when he came over there, it was, yeah, he's only going to use this as a stepping stone for the Barca job. <laughs> no chance, mate. You ain't even getting a job at Espanol, mate. You know what I mean? You in Barcelona. <laughs> Get out of here. I was going to say, do you think his reputation is really going to be damaged by this? Yes. You know what, yeah? His reputation, uh, and I'll, I'll speak from the La Liga perspective, his spell at Valencia ruined his reputation in, in Spain. So the people that were saying, yes, he's going to come and, you know, come back to Barcelona, they're clearly one following his career because when he went to Valencia, he was an absolute disaster. And that was him. In Spanish football, that was him dead. No, no one wants to, there's no chance of him going to Barcelona. And this has just put the nail in the conf- coffin. He, he's more chance of going back to Ajax or PSV or whatever. Go back to Holland, mate. Do you know what I mean? Oh, your national team is a mess. Maybe that's your next project. Do you Oof, know what I mean? Try and solve that out. It's not a bad shot. you know what I mean? Maybe try and solve that Because you spend £140 million pounds on eight players and just sitting in a relegation zone. I'm sorry. Nine games in, get out. You know what? I feel, but, I don't, like I said, I don't feel sorry for him. You know what I mean? Shocking. I don't, I don't, because some of these, some of these signings were good, and then some of the other. I know this is really bad coming from me when I predicted he would get top four. Um, so, don't worry, there's a couple of us in that boat there. <laughs> I, I thought I might as well mention it now before Kuda uses it against us. Um, <laughs> but one thing I did notice is they couldn't, they couldn't replace the goals that Lukaku would have scored if he was still in the team, and that, I always thought that was probably going to come back and haunt him. Do you know what? Frank De Boer got sacked for four in four games. He got he's lucky to have a bit longer than that, to be honest, with the amount of money he mm-hmm. spent. So here's what it is. He had to go, he had to go. God knows who's gonna yeah, take but, over. But don't next you think though. Don't you think yeah, some of these teams where they go wrong as well? And we saw this with Spurs the first time um when Bale left. I was gonna say they get Bale. this big money and they wanna sign twenty million players in pre yeah. every position. Instead of just signing two or three players maximum. They're actually going to make a difference. Do you know what I mean? Eight big players. players as well, yeah, big players. And the team is actually going backwards. You know, that's shocking. You know what I mean? You could have spent, you know, half that money on, on a really good striker, you know, 60 mil or whatever. You know what I mean? On, on a striker that can actually you score his goals. To. But You do what you have to. I think he went for, okay, let me get my squad stronger and then everyone will pick off goals here and there and everyone will carry each other. But when that goes wrong, then you're really looking at each other then. like, okay, so where's the goals coming from? Because most people like to have just one guy to score and then everyone else come along. Don't plan you on everyone scoring at the same time. And that- the thing is, big players, see, big players lift people around them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big big players will lift the players around them, you know. We've seen this with Ibrahimovic back in the day, Contina uh, or whatever, Contina, I know that kind of stuff. You know, big players yeah. will lift the, the level of everyone else around them. You know, the signing seven players, this is not football manager. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> this is what these guys are doing. You, know, you sell your big player, then you just improve the whole team. It doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of yeah. a, a lot of psychological effect on having a big player on the team. 100%. I can't, I can't disagree with you there one bit. 
And the, uh, the thing is, is I do not like that phrase, that squad building transfer window, because that is just ridiculous. You should be buying players that are going to improve your team, improve your starting eleven. Not you're going to buy this player, oh, so I can play him in the Europa League. What? That's ridiculous. You know what I mean? You should be improving all the What's time. What's your academy for? Exactly. Exactly. What are the exactly. under 23s exactly. for? That's what, that's what should really be coming through. And then you and they've improve got a good academy on that. You as well. bring it you in. I mean? better and that's, players. that's what I don't understand. He, he, every, one, every two games, he brings out a new academy player. And then another two games, they disappear into the wind a little bit. And then he brings out another one. And you're thinking, but then why did you buy nine players or eight players? If you had that, why didn't you just go and get a proper striker to get your goals? Because I'm sure he wasn't thinking Rooney was going to get him 15 goals this season. Yeah, but that's why he bought Sandro, isn't it? Yeah, and I don't even know what's happened to that guy. Yeah, well, there you go. Sums up his transfer budget, <laughs> sums up his job. It's a wrap. Sums it up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. And someone, someone that went to uh, the, uh, the chairman themselves and handed in the resignation... And the chairman rejected his resignation was old Slavan Bilic. And <laughs> God almighty, how I wish they would have just accepted that and just killed this off. Please hurry up and just <laughs> fire the man. Put him out of his misery because that's another man that just looks unhappy. He needs to go. He's clueless. He doesn't have a clue. Just just get rid of him. 3-0 against Brighton. I mean, come on. If that's wow. not a sackable result, I don't know what is. That is atrocious. Atrocious. I mean... Everyone else this week sort of picked up points in and around us, barring a few. And it's oh, it's horrendous. Arnautovic, I do not know how you get paid to be a footballer because you don't run, you don't do anything. Yes, I've, I've been watching you very closely, my old son, and you do not do anything, anything whatsoever. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. I would, I would rather us play Andre Ayu than Arnautovic. And that's a fact. I'd rather us play... Um, Sam Bryan instead of Zabaleta. I'd rather us play Joe Hart. Uh, I'd rather us play Adrian instead of Joe Hart. I was thinking there, Joe Hart. <laughs> and I'm, like I'm, <laughs> slip of the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to control all my emotions at the moment from not swearing just for the next break. So. <laughs> I, I don't blame you, mate. I don't blame you. <laughs> because it's atrocious. I've, I've had enough of it. I've had enough. Zabaleta, is, he's too old to be playing fullback in the Premier League. Full stop. I mean, the penalty was just a tie. He's a must, penalty must have given away. penalties nowadays, oh, isn't it? We've, we've given away the most penalties in the league. And the one thing they didn't say in the commentary was, oh yeah, we've given away three, but Zabaleta's given away two of them. So, <laughs> I mean, come on. He, he needs to just oh, play Sam Bryan. We've got a nice 24-year-old guy there who can play right back pretty superbly. So we might as well just stick with him. Not bringing 34-year-old Zabaleta. Oh, and I'm getting fed up with Hernandez as well. He's he's winding me up. He doesn't score unless it's a tap in. He does little all else outside <laughs> of the box. It's it's atrocious all over the pitch. Managers clueless. Chairman are clueless. Players are clueless. Fans are angry. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. You know, I saw, you know that uh, what's his name? Esquedo. His goal. It looked good on first viewing. <laughs> exactly. And then when the replay started, yes. you see Joe Hart. You're like, what was that? Oh. <laughs> Oh. Dead, 
rubbish because he cuts in and you're like oh what curls it in you're like yes this is a good goal then you watch the replay like oh it's it's actually in the middle and you got your hand to it (laughs) it's it's terrible he didn't stop a beach ball hitting the floor joe hart he's got the rubbishest reflexes i've ever seen in a goalkeeper he's he's useless useless even the even the the glenn murray goal free header in a simple set piece oh you know what they've they've conceded the most set pieces in the premiership they have (laughs) west ham and the thing is, Boy, yeah, we, I mean, I was one of these that. people. I was one of these people that said Sam Allardyce played long ball football. Well, we've just been given the uh, the highest long balls played per game this season. So, I mean, there you go. If we're not playing long ball at the moment, I don't know what is long ball football. So, sort it out. <laughs> sort it out. Yeah, he's a dead man walking. He's not. He's, he's not. He's going to be there till the end of the season. You. You. Oh boy! I'm telling you, it's going to be, it's gonna be a relegation you. battle. Then you're going right, to be done. It's already a relegation mate. battle. We're in it. We're in it. I'm here for the long haul, mate. I'm fighting. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Boy. Oh, might as well move on to my boys. Let's, then. let's sum Finish you up, then, Kuda. <laughs> Finish, off Finish the us off for us. Do you know what? Yeah, we 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 lost today. Obviously, a disappointment. But I actually saw the the extended highlights of this and. Weren't actually that bad, actually. Half decent. <laughs> Looking at it, I thought I thought we actually played all right. You know, Kabai should have been sent off. Oh, I mean, that's oh, quite lucky. Yeah, that that tackle was absolutely wild. I don't know what he was doing. Absolutely ridiculous. But we seemed to first half we kept a lot of possession, passing the ball sideways. You know, Zaha had a couple of chances, but once the again, this is what happens off. when you're playing people that are not strikers. They're strikers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're gonna finish. And um, yeah, my my good old friend MacArthur for the Newcastle goal. Absolutely pathetic <laughs> defending. Heads it on to the Newcastle man. You know, I think he might even get get with assists for that. Do you know what I mean? Why he put him back into the team, I don't know. You know what I mean? Why Loftus Cheek is not starting? That was my only gripe with the with um, Hodgson's um, team selection. There. Good Loftus again when Cheek he came on. Starting, Loftus Cheek, he looked very good when he came on again. Exactly, exactly. He needs to be starting. Get MacArthur out of here. He's not a footballer. I don't know what it is. Maybe she's playing for Saracens or something. <laughs> rugby player. You know what I mean? The guy's a joke. Get him out. But um, performance-wise, I actually thought we deserved at minimum a, a draw. So I would say we're going in the right direction. Obviously, the result is poor, but see how it goes. It's one of them ones, though. You you could have actually won it. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah, you said, Zaha definitely had a, a good couple of chances. The header was, yeah. was unlucky from Zaha. It should have got out on target. And that ball that uh, Loftus cheek, I think it was Van Aertenholt at the yeah. on the back yeah, post. Yeah. Oh, that was unlucky I, as well. You know what? I only saw highlights of the game. I didn't actually look at watch the game completely. And it's only until I saw the stats today, I was like, "Wow, this game! I you got to have a striker that can put a ball on target because you had no shots on target, but yet you had ten shots, which was more than Newcastle." So I've got to get that accuracy up, but I, but looking at the stats anyway, and the highlights the I did see, goal was terrible. Anyways, you know I mean, like I said, MacArthur heading onto the mm. guy's head, like yeah, yeah. I mean, that looked, that looked doing, like a really close doing game. a good job with uh, with with Newcastle though. I mean, they're all yeah. the way up oh, in, yeah. in seventh. With to me, they're like, they're like the points. new Stoke. Do you know what I mean? They're like the new Stoke. They're them teams that are comfortable in the league. <laughs> you know, what I mean, that's what they like, and they're just taking that Stoke. That yeah, Stoke. I, I um, definitely Stoke feel role. as as Benitez, mm-hmm. you 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 you're at least guaranteed a mid-table finish. You know what I mean? He's just a, a, a manager that's going to raise the the players. He's working I very think. well with the resources he's got as well. So yeah, I mean, especially Newcastle. That's a notoriously hard job to manage with the fans up there thinking they're a big club. 
they're not a big club. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Ashley, again, putting a club up for sale this week. So if you win the Euro Millions, you could actually buy Newcastle United. That'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> good. You know, he, he just doesn't help the whole situation of the club. Just deciding, ah, you know what? I've had enough now after not supporting the guy in the transfer windows already. Like, just he just he's like the out. Donald Trump of uh, football chairman, eh? Loads of promises there that they don't deliver. Don't <laughs> yeah, they? You know what I mean? <laughs> Whoa! Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh, what oh else? Dear. What else can we mention? I mean. There's uh we've got Man City took a week off this week. Only only the three goals past Burnley. Um yeah. Sergio Aguero equaling the uh, hundred and seventy seven goal record. Yep. For Man City. Fair play to him. Leicester. Yeah. Leicester again get rid of a manager and come back with a result. So Snakes yep. are playing Snakes. part two. They like doing that, <laughs> They always uh, sell the new manager a dream by winning the first game. <laughs> and then he goes onto the board and goes, you know what? I like these lads. Let yeah, me be the manager. Right. And then later on, he gets stabbed in the back. <laughs> Same players. God, I don't oh, know I what's going to, on with that. wanted to give a quick mention as well to this game. Stoke versus Bournemouth. I mean, uh, we're not big Eddie Howe fans, so I don't want to big up Bournemouth too much. It was all about how... Uh, big result, it's, it's about Stoke at the moment. Stoke are looking atrocious Terrible. at the moment as well. They're looking Terrible. in dire straits. They definitely need to change something. I mean, when Peter Crouch is looking your most potent striker, you definitely got a problem. You definitely got a problem. Stan Zillis for Bournemouth as well. Ex West Ham, fantastic, fantastic performance. <laughs> anyway, but you'd love him back. Oh, I didn't want to get. I think I, I thought I thought Stoke should have got a penalty though for the Hesse challenge. Yes. I mean, that's an L for that ref. Yeah, I mean, that was ridiculous. That was How that's not a penalty? Challenge. That was a horror challenge. Know. Do you know what I do find funny? This youth guy, I think he scored like four goals so far. All of them have been deflections or some sort of. He probably shouldn't even be claiming them. And he you, looks, you see the way he tried to kick it, mate, and he, he wouldn't hit the his thing back. Is he, he he's quietly trying to be calm about it. He has a little bit of I can't believe I just scored like that. And he, at the same time, he's like, "Yeah, I've just scored." And he's running back with the ball. You're thinking, "Bruh, drop the ball, man!" You know what, yeah? <laughs> if he if he got the inte- the, the the connection he intended, that, that would have been rose straight I can't believe he's lucky. It, right? He's very right. lucky, but he, you know what? The luck is on him right now, so he's he's putting the well, he's helping the ball get into the back of the net, not quite directly through him, just alone. But uh, uh, I, I found that funny, man, just watching his goal again. <laughs> Definitely, I tell you what else. I tell you what else was was funny in the Chelsea versus Watford game. Who saw Fabregas's attempt to uh, chip the goalkeeper? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's like the new update oh, on mate. FIFA. That sort of chipping. That is <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> terrible. Oh. But but another that one that needs to hold his uh, head in shame. It's a special mention because he was very very close to getting an L, and probably the reason yeah. why your team didn't pick up at least a point from Stamford Bridge, which they definitely deserved. And that was uh, Rich Arlidson. I mean, mean, two at least two golden opportunities to slap it in the back of the net. And the header was terribly timed. I don't know how you get a connection like that on a header. And this man, this man thinks he should be a striker, but uh, you know, you just got to ask him how, what, what would you say? You do here because <laughs> he definitely won't finish. Him. The chances, yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And the one that come off the heel with his boot as well. I mean that that should have just nestled in the back of the net. There's no other excuses for that. I've, I've got. And you know, call me a hater. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'll 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 take the the hater role. But do you know what? Yeah, I'm getting sick of 
Conte's stupid celebrations. They get on my nerves. I thought it was, I <laughs> thought it was nah, so fake were, and unnecessary to dive into yep. the crowd. I, the I dive into the crowd. It wasn't that emotional. The way it wasn't like pumps that. Pumps up it's, and it's, gets all excited. It just gets on my nerves. It's like, bro, it's only a football match. Mm. It's not the World Cup final. But this is Chelsea versus Watford team. at the end it's of the Watford. day. Yeah, exactly. This is Chelsea versus Watford. Come on, mate. I've got to say, there's a quick thing I've got to say. I don't know what the linesman was doing for that corner that led to Pedro's goal. Pedro's goal. Oh, that was a shocker as well. What a a goal. What a goal. But first of all, it should never have been a corner in the first place. I don't know what that linesman was looking at. And it was his side as well. It's not even like it was the opposite side where the liner was. Completely frozen. He didn't even give the corner. The ref gave the corner and then the referee sort of went, (laughs) yeah, all right then. Yeah, I'll I'll give that corner as well. Yeah, Yeah, I'll go with the ref. uh, Who's that? Okay, and also the Marcos is Marco Silva, isn't it? That we we kind of like in this place. You should never have taken off Troy Deeney. I I after that it was it was game the over. The stats really. they showed after the, after he went off was crazy, man. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> that that was a really really bad. If he was injured, I can understand, but it didn't look like he was injured. So God knows what what he was planning there. It just didn't work. Um, and yeah, of course, everyone mentioned Rihar Lilson. My God, how many more chances who? do you want? Who? Who? I don't know who that is. You know what? I can't say. Richarlison. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Thank you. Rihar Lilson. Must be a new signing. Wow. Yeah, he can't. He couldn't score at all today. What a shocker! Oh, what I'm back. The Cora goal is good though. Yeah. My days. That was the only place that goal could go in, boy, and that shape as well. Ridiculous shot, fantastic! I thought, but but why he came in and scored his two simple goals and doing the hand to the ear thing. Another person, you know, the will out of your jurisdiction, mate. Watch next game; he's gonna have the poorest game of his life. Watch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and obviously, it it goes without saying that the result four two was you know flattering to Chelsea because it wasn't (laughs) a very good performance. To say the least, Watford should have at least got a draw out of that game. Definitely yeah, nah, deserve that. Yeah. Like we said, Richardson, that's all on you, big man. Anyway, I think that's the, a wrap I think the, the last one was possibly the most boring game, which nothing happened until um, this is a Southampton versus West Brom game. What a goal, though. Oh, goal but of the, goal the season. That Sorry, Buffal scored forget Buffal. was absolutely mm. ridiculous. To get the ball in his own half and run past other players, do that finish. But... The neutraliser is the celebration. Ah, because you, you ran to, the, to, your, you, what, to your manager. Really, man? You took the words right out of my mouth. What are you doing? Don't disrespect the what manager. Is that? <laughs> what on, is that? Bro. Because you will not be in the team next week. That is, do you know what I mean? He shouldn't even like, be on the you bench you're next be in the team. week. I don't, I don't. Yeah. I would not pick him again for my squad this season. I'm telling you. I don't care what goals you're scoring me. <laughs> God, I don't know, man. I, like, I didn't understand. Total undermining. Yeah, I was, I was seeing him run and cheering, and I was thinking, okay, okay. Then he ran to the. I was thinking, no, you're not. Why are you and running to the manager for? Chest. Oh, puffing off his chest like he does that on a regular basis. Yeah, you can you. do skills, but you know, most of the times you're you're losing the ball. You know, what I mean, in your own half, and you know, what I mean, costing goals, and you know, what I mean, being very inconsistent. So listen, I, I you think had it was your one goal, goal in eighteen. Jermaine Gina said he he, he got. Yeah. I mean, oh, that God. Is, a bit excited. <laughs> that that doesn't um, reflect that type of celebration, mate. So yeah, <laughs> just put your head down and score some goals on a regular basis before you demand your things like that. Mate. Calm it down, Sasekala. <laughs> <Heck a laugh. laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Let's move it on. on that's, to pretty, the, that's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, get yeah, on yeah. to the predictions. A big, big derby this week. So let's let's get it. Let's get it going. Oh yes. yes. 
Let's start this off. We got Man United versus Spurs. I got Man United for a two-one victory here. Yeah. Uh, I've got this as a one-one. One-nil Tottenham. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm just gonna go one-nil United. <laughs> Calm down a bit, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sick on myself still. <laughs> All right, we got Arsenal versus Swansea. I got Arsenal for a three-one victory. Arsenal, uh, three-nil. Two nil to Arsenal. Yeah, I got that. Two nil, Stuart. Two nil to Arsenal. All right, we got Crystal Palace versus West Ham. The end to end derby. Nil nil for me. <laughs> I've got this as a <laughs> cheers, mate. I've got this as a cheeky one nil for my boys, Palace. I got it down for a one nil Crystal Palace win. Billich out. <laughs> Uh, right, so I got one nil Crystal Palace. <laughs> I didn't expect Stuart to agree with that boy. First time I've ever backed against West Ham on the pod. Just to put that out there. Alright. Right, we got <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I got Liverpool versus Huddersfield here. I got Liverpool for a two one victory. I've got this as a two one as well, Liverpool. Liverpool three nil. Like, come on, Huddersfield. 2-1 Huddersfield, man. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Anyway, we've got Watford versus Stoke. i got Watford for a 3-0 victory. Watford, 4-1. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Limey. <laughs> Watford, 2-0. Watford, 2-0. All right, we've got West Brom versus Man City. i got Man City for a 5-1. I've got this Man City 3-0. Back, back to Man City's 5-0 batterings of teams. <laughs> I have West Brom to hold out 0-0. <laughs> totally <laughs> special. <laughs> Fully dreaming over here, but yeah. <laughs> All right. We've got Bournemouth versus Chelsea. I've got Chelsea for a 3-0 victory. Wow. I've got this as a shock 1-0 Burnley. Oh, I had it for the cheeky 1 0 uh, Burnley win, win as well. Bournemouth win, sorry. Uh, yeah, I've got Chelsea to win 2 0 still. Alright, Brighton versus Southampton. I've got this for a 1 1. Come on, Southampton. Southampton 3 0. 0 0. 3 1 Southampton. Leicester versus Everton. I got Leicester for a three nil here. Jeez. I've got Everton to sneak their manager two one win for Everton. One nil for Leicester. Three one Everton. Ooh. It's time Leicester right, losing it. Snakes. <laughs> on to the final game, which is Burnley versus Newcastle. I got this for a three three. Nil nil. One one. One nil Newcastle. Hmm. There you have it. it. Well, well, well. There you have it. Those are your predictions. By now you should know what it means. (laughs) Put your money down because it's a certified (laughs) payout. But gamble responsibly. Exactly. And if you enjoy listening to the podcast, make sure you leave a rating on SoundCloud and iTunes. Catch us on Twitter, E2E Football Pod. 
Facebook End-to-End Football Podcast, Instagram E2E Football Pod, YouTube End-to-End Football Podcast. And we'll see you again next week. Later. Laters. Adios. Bye. <laughs> I've got to get that village out agenda across me, I'm telling you. <laughs>